Hello. Welcome to episode two of the Fight Companionship Podcast. Uh, well, since last week, there's been a lot of drama. <laughs> yeah, it's everything that we were excited about has, like many other things about this card, been taken away <laughs> without any care for our feelings. So, yeah, we were super hyped. We were going to start a podcast, <laughs> lead up to Khabib versus Ferguson, do a few leading up to there, and then COVID-19 happens, and then we're like, okay, cool, cool, they're going to do another card. It's it's still on. It's still happening. Somewhere. Indian Somewhere, Reservation. Somehow, Dana's going to pull this off. And so we decide, yeah, we'll go ahead, we'll get the podcast started, and a few days later, that's cancelled as well. And so we're now heading into... Um, I don't know. What, what are we up to? Oh, like the fourth plan. At least the fourth separate plan. plan. A third? Uh, I guess this will be the third. Fourth. I mean, you've got the original. You've then got Khabib flying home and them saying they might do it in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Of them doing it in Abu Dhabi and then him flying home. Then the Indian reservation. So I guess this is the fourth. But yeah, this... technically. Just for this card. Do you want to start by going through... Uh, so obviously the Indian reservation cards off the books because Mickey Mouse phoned up Dana and was like, <laughs> I will break your fucking legs if you try to put a card on right now. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happened. It, it was, it was on, um, Khabib couldn't get out of Russia or didn't want to get out of Russia. More than likely just couldn't get out of Russia. It, it's a crazy world at the moment. And... So it was going to be Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson for an interim championship. The card was still super stacked. Rose dropped out. Um, it was a bit of a weird shuffle. They put great. Did she give a reason? Did she say anything? I don't remember. I think it was injury. Um, and then uh, Greg Hardy was bumped up to like third on the event instead of Engano and that. It was just it was a little bit strange, but it was still a really cool card. Um, and then it was all over, and then it's been cancelled again. And so, whether it was because uh, Disney and ESPN kind of stepped in, or whether it was because WME stepped in, or whether it was because the California government stepped in, we don't, you know, there's no real clear, concise reason for it being pulled, other than the fact that Dana's kind of come out and said it's not happening anymore um, for a number of different reasons. But basically, he couldn't get everyone on board. He was also talking all sorts of awesome, crazy stuff about... I still believe in Fight Island. Fight Island. I want to go on the record that I I want to believe, but I'm so <laughs> sure that it's not going to happen. I'm so sure that it's just like, just the fucking carrot with the donkey. Just yeah. like, come on, yeah. get it, the pay-per-view. <laughs> it was going to be... Jeffrey Epstein's island, which oh. Dana was getting for cheap because of various reasons and various suicides. Uh, COVID-19 was the reason why Rose was out, which is fair. I mean, yeah. like, she's got a family, so... Yeah, well, not look. like a baby family, but like a... Who should... Pat... Pat Barry. Ah, oh, so weird. So weird. Oh, the podcast. Which podcast? Uh, the one on Rogan. When they were both on, I was like, what is happening? And yeah. then I think you told me that they were together, and I was like... What the hell? Yeah, so uh, Travis Brown married Ronda Rousey, which is kind of weird. And then even weirder, Pat Barry and Rose Namba Yunus. But I mean, they seem super happy. They've got a little farm. And yeah, so does uh, Nano. Rousey. She's yeah. Like, first video of like, I'm not worried about food. I was like, that's because you're a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's strange seeing people do that. That whole like, I'm in isolation and it's so hard on me. But it's like, hold on a minute. Yeah. Is it really hard on you? you know? Yeah, talking to mum today about having that payment come through, being a student. Yeah. For anyone that might be international. Uh, in Australia, you get student payments if you're a full-time student. And they were just like, have $750, which, yeah. With everything that's going on, I couldn't imagine being on the cliff already and then being like, not being able to buy enough food with everything that's going on, it would be crazy. It's very good that they've done that. But for people that are like millionaires talking about, mm. oh, I'm stuck in my mansion. It's so hard. Oh my God. It just, it does feel so insincere to think about that. I don't know. Well, it's been a strange 
like the, the things that have come out have been really strange. Like everyone was like push up challenges or like <laughs> really. Yeah. I think we have very different circles of human beings. That well, we all I saw for a while there was just like see a push up, do a push up, or do this or do that, and then that slowly started Instagram. to fade. My entire Instagram is just plants and people going completely crazy and saying stop overwatering your plants because you're home. Like that's how different <laughs> our overlapping circles are. Um, I've seen. And then the number that, that came out right at the start of all of this with America, especially where they're like, you know, it's one paycheck and then it's done. It's over. They yeah. Have no money. And then you start hearing about businesses where it's one week without business. It's done. It's over. And you start to kind of realize how close to the edge everything has been. Always. And then, so, <laughs> so then you start thinking about fighters. The who, thin veil of uh, financial security that we live under. Yeah. But imagine you're a fighter, right? And you're on the UFC roster or whichever roster and you get paid 10 and 10. Yeah. Oh. You get paid 10 and 10. So this happens. You, you've got no chance of fighting. You've got no chance of doing a camp. You, you've got no sponsorship money coming in. Like I, I, like, I just, I can't really imagine how hard it's been for, for so many different people across so many walks of life. There was somebody talking about it today. I can't remember. I was watching some... MMA news and they were like one of the fighters pretty much saying Dana either needs to come out and say hey this is happening it might have been Cejudo I, mm. I can't remember but they were pretty much they were exactly that just being like people in the fight game already live an extremely financially unstable, unstable life. life like what happens if you tear your ACL yeah. tomorrow yeah you're not going to be working for three months well, one of the rumours is that if you tear your ACL tomorrow one of the only ways to get it fixed is to go and get another fight so that you can be covered by the UFC's yeah. insurance. And this is like one of the things that's kind of been rumored around a little bit is that the amount of people fighting injured to try to get fight stuff injured repaired, yeah. to go and Who's it? Angela Hill talked about it. Angela Hill talked about it on Rogan and I'd never heard that before but I was like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because you're not going to get covered unless you're actually fighting for the UFC. So if you're working yeah. for the UFC, you're covered well, by like the UFC. It's like workplace. Yeah, exactly. Like, in a fight. Like, <laughs> Sorry. So, okay, so that's bizarre. So your job is to fight. You're not going to get covered, covered until you're actually doing your job. Cancer insurance should be a thing. I don't understand agreed. how you're not covered for 12 weeks before but that fight. Take it a step further. You're, you're, a, you're a student, right, in Australia. You're getting Hell a yeah. check. Or in America at the moment. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know how that's working. I don't pay a whole lot of attention. I know they got some form of, like, but you, here's a $1,200 or something. Okay, you, you're getting a check. Is the UFC... Gonna hand out checks to the fighters who From can't Dana, fight? which I can't. You know, it's Dana. Fantasy Island talking Dana. Fantasy Island Dana. Uh, who was the, the pirate? Pirate Hook? Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Captain Hook Dana. But, no, no, no. Captain Hook was the bad dude. You want you want Peter Pan Dana. No. We'll go with Captain, Captain Hook, Hook Dana. <laughs> um, he's talking about like not having any of the staff laid off, which is like... A whole different thing when you think about like everything that's happening here. Fucking Trump interview talking about, ah, I'm sick of watching the baseball from 13 years ago. I want all of these. And he goes on to name like NBA. Uh, I don't know any of the other fucking uh, NFL. Yeah, NHL. like all of the other acron- acronyms. MLB? Would it be Major League Baseball? Yeah. Oh, fucking And God. then the owners or whoever organizes it, like, name of company, this person. Name of company. Oh, yeah. Lists WWE and then, uh, oh, what's his name? I can see his face. You're the WWE person. I know. I can see his face in my head. Um, uh, UFC, yeah. the great Dana White. He's just yeah. a great Dana White. Uh, I can't remember. He's worked with Trump before, though. I remember the when homies, I was a kid. The homies. He spoke for it's Trump. It's going to bother me so during much. During the, the rallies. Yeah. Um, oh, it's going to bother me. And I'm Googling McMahon? it. Uh, Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince McMahon. Yo, uh, I don't even watch that shit. Vince that's McMahon. So, oh, Vince now McMahon. I have WWE in my search history. And <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get weird things coming up. But are, are they getting a check? You know, and, and this is the thing. Like, there's a lot of, you know, this might be happening. These cards might be happening. We're going to put fights back on every weekend. But in the meantime, fighters don't get paid unless they're fighting. 
especially you think all the cards we spoke about last week, all those fights that were meant to happen. Yeah. It's a very interesting situation. I mean... And the undercard fights and the early previews. The fights that nobody cares about. The fighters that most people still, Those fighters watching. are still getting paid for the fights that no one cares about. They're still getting paid, which is not happening at the moment. So... Yeah, it's, it's so... I mean, like, we're talking about... Like Tony and Khabib and you know very well known names, but think about the early prelims. Like this might be over the last say four weeks the fight's been cancelled. There would have been tens of people that that was their first UFC fight. It's like mm. nobody knows your name. Or, you don't have any kind of leverage in the company. Yeah. You know this was meant to be your first fight in UFC. It's like being in that position of being at the bottom of the fucking pecking order and then all of this happening. Yeah. What are you gonna go do? Like you, this was meant to be your one shot to get into the UFC. But I expanded a little bit further even and started thinking about gym owners and, you yeah. know, jujitsu gyms and, you know, the, the scenario we're in where no, we're not going and training at the moment. And how, how long does this go on until those, those gyms don't exist or the, the small ones start to fail? And, yeah. you know, it, it starts to kind of spread huh, like a disease. Um, through through everything that we're doing, and and then the reverse is also true. You don't want to open things up too early because you don't want this resurgence of this. You don't want to be that person either. Yeah, you don't want to be the group of people or the company or the whatever. Yeah. And so it's it's, it's a very shitty situation to state the absolute obvious. Imagine if this wasn't happening. We could just talk about fights. Wouldn't that be so weird? That would be so weird. Be <laughs> Imagine <laughs> this, but without all of the talk about a terrifying pandemic. Yeah. Uh, can, we, can we talk about May so 9th? The next rumour that is now surfacing is that America is going to open up at the end of April. This is what Trump has been saying. I I don't really know, again, that much about American politics, but from the podcasts I listen to and the little bit of information I've got coming through and see, they're talking about opening up uh, business again, even if it's not for crowds to come in, but sporting events where the sports actually take place, but the crowds aren't there. Apparently after. one third of cable users in America say that, 33%, so one third, said that they will cancel if there's no live sports. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know how much of that, I mean, think Trump's been on well, Trump, TV for well, like... Sport is a religion. Trump. What am I sport, doing? Sport is a religion <laughs> for people. It, it is, it is a, a religion and a ritual. I know, and it's so fucking ironic because like I look at people that are like football. Oh my fucking god! Oh, like my author stays up until three in the morning to watch soccer games yeah. in Europe because he's yeah. obsessed with it. And that's yeah. just what he does. And I'm like, hmm. That's so lame. And then I'm like, the fights aren't on on Sunday. What yeah. am I doing? Oh my and god! And you're getting up at happen? five in the morning to watch a card somewhere else. Uh, yeah, and, you know. the fucking Asia cards. Yeah. One in the morning. I guess. So we're talking about. I don't know time zones. Ritual and religion and stability for people. And so they're talking about opening it back up. Uh, many things back up after April. And so of course, then the rumor starts that the May 9th card, which I believe is in Florida. Uh, I don't, uh, do, let me just have a look. I have the card up, but quote unquote, very fluid. Have some verbally agreed, have some have hesitated. Um, mm. from what I saw at a headline and not even reading the entire thing was Florida has considered sports to be an essential thing. So therefore, I mean, this was literally a headline on Reddit MMA. Please don't take this as, <laughs> as very useful information, but I mean, you know, as much as we're like, we don't know much about America. Like, if something's going to happen, it's going to be fucking Florida. So, yeah, like... They, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Um, they want to party, right? That's what I hear about Florida. They're all old. They're all in retirement. Whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm so glad. Like, is, is I Florida mean... Florida where, like, Jorge's Queensland, from? yeah. Because it's super close to Cuba. Cuba. Like, that's where all the... Is that where it's all the big booties and the cocaine and the Cuban sandwiches? It's weird because it's like the Queensland of America. Like you have, why do old people want to retire in humid space, like places? Like I'd consider going somewhere cold because like oh, because you don't have delay the bubba. onset of you don't have arthritis. Oh, yeah, I guess. You, you're, 20, you're 23, so... 23, you old lady. I was like, oh, wait, no, I do have arthritis. <laughs> it hurts so much when I, I stand I have jujitsu bones. Everything fucking hurts. I was laying on couch the other day and popped both my no, ankles at the same time. You're 70 years old. You've been through 70 winters. 
Your bones. The only hurt. old person I know is my Oma, and she's like, I like it cold. <laughs> yeah, but your Oma's German. She survived World War Two. Like she, she's a different breed. Um, but yeah, they want to go somewhere warm. They want to go somewhere easy. I just, I can't Where handle there's... the humidity, so I guess I'm biased. But I don't know. I just think of like hot meat on a like a meat stuck in a car on a hot day. That's all I think when I think about old people in Queensland. Nice. Good imagery Visceral. Gross. Is opening the door and the smell The smell is hitting you right in the face. I think my brother tried to move to Queensland. And they got just over the border. The van broke down, so they had to leave it. And then, like, they came back an hour later and the car, like, it just been stripped. What? Yeah, they drove to Queensland, like, him and his first wife. I, I imagine if people actually start listening to this and he tells people that I told him. Podcast. So wait, wait, wait. So your brother and his first wife drove to Queensland in a van. They yeah. got over the border. And they did broken down like almost immediately after getting over the border. So they leave it because obviously there's in the middle of nowhere. Like it's Australia. Like it's either like a town <laughs> or nothing. And yeah, they come back and somebody have stolen the tires. The van, their half their life was in that van. They broke into it. Yeah. Wow. I can't remember I never told you this. My brother no. did a bunch of stupid things. Getting married at 18 was one of them. Wow. <laughs> maybe yeah. he should move to Florida yeah I mean he would be a Florida person that, that's the man titties I think he would love to live in America because he's just thick enough that he could walk around without a shirt on and still be considered reasonably in shape over there huh. I'm sorry I think I just defended like my family and all of America all in one anyway May 9th if it's gonna happen I think <laughs> it would be Florida because Florida's whack I don't I don't have a location I've got Brecock Brett Okamoto's Twitter up, so that's where I'm getting my information. Okay, cool. Hit me with a card. What do we got? Top to bottom or bottom to top? Uh, let's go bottom to top. Let's okay. go to the early stuff. Uh, Charles Rosa versus Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell is young guy. Yeah, but not Chase Hooper. No, not chasing the dream. Uh, Bryce Mitchell is a kid that got the twister. He's yeah, he's the hillbilly. Neck as rednecking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally like, lives in a trailer. He's yeah, like super proud of it as well. He loves it. He was the guy who was like, I learned that online. He learned how to do a twister by watching Eddie Bravo's videos online, which that's, I love. It's the most twenty first century thing I've ever heard. Yeah, he's like, I want to pull off a twister. Well, it just reminds me, like I know you probably do. Like I used to watch WWE. My brother wasn't super into it, but. I used to get my mum to rent me the R18 cage fighting, not even cage fight, backyard brawls. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, it was. So basically what you're saying is you are a hillbilly. I'm a hillsbilly, if yeah, that counts. <laughs> um, so yeah, she used to rent me street fights and backyard fight videos from the movie store when I from was super, yeah, from yeah. Blockbuster when I was super young. Oh like, my God. I do not That's know. That's awesome. What, yeah, like, but it was like barbed wire poles, and they'd be doing pro wrestling. Was in the that like the bum fight days? Do you remember bum fights? No, there was this thing for a while there where they, they were, actually got bums. To yeah, fight. they were getting yeah, homeless people off the street and pulling them into backyard. No, this was stupid teenagers in their backyard that somehow got DVDs made. Well, that's where Jorge Masvidal came from. It was yeah. the Kimbo slice backyard fighting. Fighting. This was like fights. pro wrestling fights in somebody's backyard. But we, also, it was just stupid. Real stupid. So my yeah. mum would rent me those. So it's just when like, I was so young, was I would be like was eight. It, it was post Jackass then. I'm yeah, sure. it was like kind of from that era yeah. of young Jackass. So my brother and I would watch those, and then we would deck out the lounge room and practice killing each other. My brother then goes yeah. on to learn taekwondo, and I stop doing that with him because <laughs> it starts hurting a lot more. Well, I grew up with two brothers, and we grew up country as fuck, like country Victoria country. <laughs> And it was just fucking war all the time. Like, I remember throwing a boomerang at my brother, my little brother's face and splitting his face open between his eyes. I remember, oh man, we used to get into absolute wars. I don't we used to make peg guns, right? So you'd make a, you'd get a piece of round piece of wood and you put it on top of another piece of wood. You would take a wooden peg and another wooden peg. You put a nail in the end of the piece of wood, and then you'd stretch an elastic band oh, back okay. with a piece, the piece of metal out of the wooden peg, uh, the bit that opens yeah, and closes yeah, yeah. it. Right, so you'd put that in the oh, other peg that you nailed up the other what's end. What's wrong with you? And then you'd hunt each other down on the farm with these elastic bands with the piece of metal attached to it. You couldn't aim for the face; you had to aim for like the chest and the legs, and you'd hunted each other down with these peg guns. They were pretty damn accurate as well. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's some hillbilly shit right there. I, um, I don't think I have any. We don't have real guns in Australia, so you got to make do. you, you got to make do. Yeah, it'll be fine. They could have BB gun over here. But literally. I, I, My brother got a slingshot. I remember going to the hunting store in glenelg or jetty road i don't know if you ever went in there but they used to have a no. full like hunting store yeah and my brother done saw a fucking slingshot and was like i want it and my dad was <laughs> like sure because like i mean he's not around enough to be bothered well, by yeah, it think about like the the tv show like dennis the menace where this kid or fuck it bart simpson is running around with a slingshot that is a deadly motherfucking weapon they're banned now they're- you put a bb fucking pellet yeah. in that you thing. could buy them from the store you could buy yeah. the little ball bearings and Logo like obviously having a, like for a, someone's ass a shed and my brother just like very mechanical like ball bearings this is a perfectly yeah so yeah. that was a large thing for a while but i remember also when um when you were a kid people would like go on holiday to like bali and stuff like that and they'd get the the air guns and they'd um they come back with um air guns i have no idea of this and uh, I remember we were staying over at a friend's place one time and they had an air gun. That might be like the thing that really shows how different in age we mm. are because like that would have gotten banned a while ago. The dog wants to escape. And then uh, you, you'd like strap pillows and stuff and you'd run across the bedroom and people would shoot oh at you from like God. bunk beds. Man. Can you let him out please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. He probably wants water or he just doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> um... <laughs> He's fucking cool. Um, anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, we got so close to talking about the card. We I literally talked about the first card, the first fight, and then we talked about how hillbilly, hillbilly. Oh, Bryce Mitchell, the hillbilly with the twist. Uh, yes. Vincent Lequeux versus Nico Price. That's a fucking fun fight. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Who is Lequeux? Isn't it Luke? It's Vincent definitely Luke. I was wondering why yeah. it sounded so bad. I'm so <laughs> white. The silent assassin. Yeah, he's super nice. Yeah, he he lost his last fight. He got outstruck. Uh, Wonderboy, I think, beat him up. Just check that for me. And no, I don't think he hasn't fought Wonderboy. Yeah, he, he fought Mike Perry. Yeah, I know he fought Mike Perry. He lost his last fight though. I have no idea how to spell his name, and it's right in front of me. <laughs> Luke, I'm like Luke, I'm trying to write it how <laughs> I. And Nico it. Price. Um, yeah, I I'm, I want to say he's he, he won by up kick recently. He did something really weird in a fight. I can't remember what it was. Oh, you're right. Yeah, lost by unanimous decision to, to uh, Wonderboy. Why do I even bother trying to say that you might be right? right yeah. So yeah, but he, he beat uh, Mike Perry by split. Yeah, so he beat Mike Perry by. Um, yeah, that was a Uruguay card. That was the one where Mike Perry's nose, nose was like got absolutely sideways. What are you doing? Why are you your phone? Don't ruin no, the no, don't no, ruin the card cool, again. Cool, cool, cool. Um, can you look up the other dude as well? I want to. I think he up kicked. I want to say, um, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing? What? Yeah, um, Vic. Uh. I want to say Upkicked Vic. 20 bucks for Upkick Vic? Yeah, Nico Price. Oh, you're right! My boy! <laughs> yeah. My boy, oh. Nico Price. Yo, I want to look at Vic's record. Nico Price is a, is a gangly, weird-bodied dude, and, um, fights really weird, fights super aggressive. But yeah, um... Yo, can I just read I this? I think piece? he's got like one of two upkick victories in well, the Well, Vincent Silver is the other one? No. Upkick. I'm talking about upkick off his back on no, the No, no, I know what you mean. But somebody somebody upkicked somebody, knocked them out, and they're like, that's illegal. Even though it was one of the crazy things. Anyway, uh, for record, James Vick has lost his last four fights to Gaethje, Felder, oh, Hooker, I wanted to and run Nico. Down and <laughs> three, three out of four by KO. KO. Yeah, that's so funny. He's like a... Nine fight win streak, loses one to Benil Darush. Big fan. I really like Benil Darush. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan as well. Um, yeah, handsome fella. That's because he kind of looks like you. Oh, he's much more handsome. Um, wins the next four and then just goes on a four fight skid. Well, okay, he James Vick. Um, he he followed behind his length for a long long time, like very long arms, very long reach, and then people just figured out that that's what he was doing, and yeah. it. You know, he, he wasn't a great fighter to begin with. And anyway, he's been knocked out four times. I'm not mad at it. So, um, Luke versus Nico Price. Yes. I think um, Silent Assassin gets this one back. He got outstruck by Wonderboy, which is very easy to do because it's fucking Wonderboy. 
Um, and if you're going to stand and strike with him, you, you better I love Wonder Boy pull so something much. out of your ass and knock him out like Showtime did. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, Wonder Boy doing the GQ um, karate that was scenes. So that was so cool. Anyone recently. wants to feel good, go watch Wonder Boy breaking down karate scenes in GQ on YouTube. Yeah, or was so awesome. even his post fight of getting knocked out by... Wait, when he watches Kenneth. the fight back, he's just like, oh! The, he's so... in the hospital, he's like, damn, what happened? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's a lovable um, cat. Sousa versus Uriah Hall, we spoke about that on the last one. Very exciting. So, hold on, who have you got out of um, Luke and... I don't know. I don't really know either. I'm like, I've watched Luke fight a lot. I can't... I've seen Price fight. I think fight, it's going to get I'm... weird in the first round, but then I think, um, I think Luke's fundamentals are going to take over. Um... I'm surprised he's so low on the card. He, he was winning a lot before. It's that. a stacked card. Okay, cool. That makes more uh, sense. Renato Dor, Jacques Souza versus Uriah Hall. Yo. Man, we're looking at old yeah, Souza so, photos the other day. Where was that? Uh, we're watching something and Souza when he was young. And, and it was the same time as Maya was coming into the UFC and they were both these yes. young jujitsu fellas. And yeah, that would have been a crazy fight if that ever happened. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who I had last week. This week, I'm going to take Sousa again. I think that's a... It's a whoever show up, shows up fight, because when Uriah Hall shows up... Yeah, both of them have, like... I a, mean, Sousa did not show up in the... What card? What fight was that? There's a couple of cards ago. Um, it was in... Was it in Brazil? Yeah, um, it was Hermanson. Hermanson beat him. Yes, he just did not... He didn't show up. Yeah. Whereas, but Uriah Hall's really hit and miss as well. So I, I hope, I hope that Jacare is feeling very comfortable down at 185. I hope that, and the other thing is they've both kind of come out and outwardly spoken about mental health issues yeah. and, and a bunch of heavy shit that's been going on in their Which lives and their, their camps. I appreciate hearing fighters be so real at the same time. Like it's always kind of there. You're always kind of thinking whether or not what they're going through. And I also think that it's like every fighter go through that, but the ones that talk about it, it seems to really be there. Like, especially Rose. Rose is somebody that I'm like, she's outwardly being like, I'm over fighting. Like, mm. I, I know it's such like a millionth of the, the mood, but it's like, yeah, yeah. you, like, I have that feeling towards jujitsu sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to fucking go to class today. I'm over. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. This isn't the path I want to be on. Mm. And it's like, I know that it's uncomparable, but I also feel like, you know, why the fuck? Like, if you're happy in your life, if you're happy not getting kicked in the head, mm. why would you go and do that? And I think she's a very smart young female with an entire life ahead of her. It's like, there's a lot of opportunities without getting dropped on her neck. <laughs> like, <laughs> even though she said it fixed her pain, like, I don't know. Um, but huge love for both of those fighters. and uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a pick and fight. In, enjoy the shit out of it. It's a good one for fans. Talked about this last time, Carla Esparza versus Michelle Waterson. I'm excited for that. Super I love excited. the karate hottie. She's yeah. awesome. Um, I give it to Waterson. I think Waterson striking is better. Like, I yes, she very, very much struggled with Joanna uh, Zhangjiechek's length, but that's also because Joanna is a great fundamental Muay Thai fighter and Michelle Waterson wants to kick people in the face and that's all she kind of wants to do. Um, but she also couldn't take her one down. Yes, and that's a, her wrestling looked good though. Yeah. For like for what it was, no, she couldn't get her down. But her, she was trying and trying and Watson trying. Watson is one of those amazingly um, inspirational people who you always love watching. It's the same for, for me. It's Watson. And uh, look, do you say Esparza or Watson? Watson. Oh, sorry. Um, but Esparza is an OG. I, yeah. I love that she's still in the game. I love she's still doing the damn thing. Former champ. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but. I feel like Michelle Waterson is is very very good, but I don't think she's ever going to be champ. Yeah, she's uh, I don't know if you'd compare it to. I don't think there's any comparison. I think, for I me think to she's a bit of a, a cowboy. Yeah. Comparison. She's very well loved. She's very well known. You're always going to tune in. She's got an amazing backstory. She's hot. She's so fucking hot. The I'm karate not, hot. I'm going to let you say that because then it sounds yeah. creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to find him, he's the mama. karate hottie. You know she's doing. She the damn wine. Thing. She's getting after it. Yeah, I love it. I watched. Uh, one of the like mini docos that the UFC did on her, I was like, oh my god, like I just yeah. very inspirational. I think for uh, there's been some female fighters in the UFC or in fights in general, like combat sports, where you kind of like 
I wish that this person wasn't the person that my gender is known for in this space. Yeah. I am speaking directly about Ronda Rousey. I do not <laughs> like her. You know my opinion. I think she's a horrible sportsman. I think that, you know, there's lots of other people. I want to like Holly Holm, but I just kind of like don't and I wish I did. But, you know, I love Nunes. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It, I think it's... Oh, ew. Nunes and the uh, uh, pregnant. Yes. Yes. Having a baby. That's very awesome. That's so cool. What's her girlfriend's name? Nina. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Asimov, uh, uh, having Amanda on Instagram is like so cute. Like yeah. she's like a fucking killer. She's dancing around her living room, singing along to like TV. Yeah, she she's inspirational. Yeah, she's so cool. I think yeah, like there's a few female fighters where I really am like, wow, like this is a human being that I really get behind, it. and there's somewhere I'm just like, I wish that I don't know like I, I don't know if it's the same with guys I don't know how you feel about like male role models in sports I think it's hard because there's fewer females like obviously there's well, like I think I'm, a, I'm a little bit older I'm not really looking for a role model um okay <laughs> <laughs> but, but the difference is if I was talking about my son I, yeah. I know what sort of role model I would want him to follow and emulate mm-hmm. um I think that hero worship in anything is very dangerous yes but i do also think that hero worship is very necessary and when we lose our ideal of heroes we start getting lost generations and Every generations further from the past well we get i think in we image- get generations where our ideal gets uh, thrown out the window and then people go well i'm now nihilistic or now i don't give a fuck or Look, it doesn't geez. matter what i do so on and so forth because it I don't know. Yeah. I find it hard. Like, I find it hard in general. And this is such a big conversation. I don't think we'll really go into it that much. But, like, for female role models in general, in the zeitgeist of the the social media age, I'm just very happy that there are females in combat sports. And that's why I really do kind of feel so strongly about it. Because I'm kind of like, I want more female. I want more young females. Like, you remember when you used to go to Aruda and Amy? And she was like, 13 years old or 12 years old I'm like you're so young like I'm so happy that you're here training like yes your dad's here and that's so awesome like I love that you know that you have this path to be able to take and I want to you know I want girls like her like very young girls to have role models within combat sports I think it's super important like I I'm only 23 and there was like no females that I could really look up to that were well known like on Mm. TV like that like in combat sports when I was little so I go for Watson I think Watson's going to get it done I agree either a three round decision or a second round TKO I think if she can get her down she she I don't know her wrestling looked pretty good I'm happy with the, the Watson as far as was, uh, yeah I don't know uh, the bowl constrictor versus Fabrizio of the Doom I love Fabrizio of the Doom because when I was watching free fights that was like, I mean, obviously it was such a big name. There was a heavyweight. So it was like, there were, I watched so many Fabrizio over Doom fights. I really loved him. It was the same for me with Shogun Hua. Yeah. So obviously I want him to win. But at the same time, I'm like, oh no. So and I also Fabrizio just have the image of him and Tony trying to talk shit to each other. Oh, yeah. Or like him talking shit to Tony. And I was like, I'm not Fabrizio dealing with this. popped. Oh, yeah, babe. They got popped. And uh, I think this is his comeback fight. Oh, he hasn't fought now hot minute i think it might have even been the steep a5 was his last fight yeah so i don't know what injuries he's had i don't know what drugs he's been taking um bow constrictor look if he can get you down and use his jujitsu he's, uh, he's, he's yeah who did he got knocked out bad by somebody yeah he's he was a, a, a ubering in russia yeah uh, um he trained with alistair before so that fight was a bit weird because it's like you know, Alistair knew his game plan very well and knew how to nullify it and, you know, took the fight to where he wanted and, and won it pretty convincingly. I, I think uh, Vadum has the advantage in the striking. He came up with his last fight was against Volkov and that was a KO by punches in the... The fourth. bowl constrictor. Volkov. Yeah. Am I retarded? I might be retarded. Who's Alexei Olenek? The bowl constrictor. Alexander Volkov. Alexander Volkov. 
is not the boa constrictor. No, Alexander Volkov is the homie <laughs> with the big uh, stingray tattoo on the back. The giant Russian guy. Yeah, got knocked out by... The Black Beast in the third with ten seconds I thought you were saying go. he was... And I was like, oh no, no I've mixed up all my Russians. <laughs> no. my, Russian, my Russians are all mixed up. <laughs> I, um... I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. He's only for like, uh, once in the last two years. I think that Vadum gets the striking done. I actually just want to see a jiu-jitsu fight between the two of them. I think that would be super interesting. Realising that they're both really old men is kind of crazy. Yeah, they're old. Don't worry about getting punched in the face. Just go to the ground. Do jiu-jitsu. It'll be fun. Uh, Vadum for me. Vadum? Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, Greg Hardy versus DeCastro. Don't Don't care. care. Donald Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. What? Yes. Yes. What? Oh shit! Okay. Um. So I haven't honestly haven't looked at this card at all. I have no idea what's coming. That like took me a bit by my surprise. I like withholding information from Phil when I know we're gonna do a podcast, so I can surprise him like Ooh, this. Oh, Cowboy versus Showtime. Um. Look, Cowboy didn't look good against Connor. He he looked like maybe he'd been fighting a little bit too much. Had taken a lot of damage. Um. They've both had some wins. They've both had some losses. Pettis, Fucking does? great fight for the fans. I'm very excited. Yo, is that, that's a 170, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. Um, it would be, though. I'm sure. Assume. Neither of them are working on cutting down to 155 at the moment. Oh, that's such a fun fight. Uh, I don't know who's going to get it done. I, I'm probably leaning towards Pettis, but you just kind of don't know with Cerrone. Sometimes he shows up and he looks like a world beater. And I don't, yeah. I don't know what happened mentally after his fight to his loss to Connor. Like, you know, you don't know what goes through somebody's brain when you realise that I'll, that I'll was I'll tell you exactly what happened. He went and drank some beer. <laughs> he went and rode his snowmobile around. He went and jumped off some high shit and dived down some low shit and had a really good fucking time and hung out with his son. He doesn't give a fuck. Win yeah. or lose, he just doesn't give a he fuck. He made a fuckload of money. He made a fuckload of money, he fought a person and he's really happy. Alright, um, Showtime, I think it's the same thing. Showtime's yeah. climbed the hill, he's been jammed, he's done it all. He fights who, who he wants when he wants because it's a fun fight, it's a fun opponent. And I love that both of them are at the point of their career where they just have these fun, fucking exciting, awesome fights. But it's also like, yeah, it's such doesn't a doesn't matter thing. who wins, we win. It's, you know? it's such a fight that you would be so pissed yeah. if it didn't ever happen. If Pettis of? comes out and gets it done in the first... I'm, I'm leaning towards Pettis. If he comes out fucking firing, I'm leaning towards Pettis. Cowboy survives the first, wins a decision over the three. Happy either way. I didn't know that fight was happening. I'm now fucking excited for this <laughs> fight. Uh, we talked about last, uh, last week. Last week? Yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah. I'm just realizing I'm saying that. I'm like, wait, <laughs> hold on. Been inside too much time, <laughs> space continuum. Jeremy Stevens versus Kelvin Catter. So excited. Um, I think Catter gets it done. I think he's the new generation coming through, but... Again, fans win. Every Jeremy Stevens fight is exciting as fuck. And so far, every Kelvin Catter fight has been exciting as fuck as well. So I think they're very similar. Both of those coming off a loss to Sabit? Yes, they both lost to Sabit. However, I thought that Stevens did enough to actually get the nod in his loss to Sabit. And I also think that Catter would have taken it over five rounds and it should have been five rounds. Scam. Russian scam. (laughs) I just think that um, flashy shit early impresses judges. And tiring, oh, depends where it is. tiring late doesn't sway judges as much as it should. Yes. So if you're in Russia, Kata uh, um, for me, excited for that fight as well. Ingani versus Rosenstroke. We talked about that. I think um, they come out and fight exactly the same fight. I think they both swing for the fences. I think it's uh, Nigerian nightmare shit, and it's fucking awesome. And I think Ingani gets it done. Uh, I agree. I I. I don't know what to say. Ngannou was like one of the scariest human beings. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he was live streaming and Ngannou was like, come through. <laughs> and he's like, man, I'm, an, I'm a fan. I'm such a fan. Like, I love it. I, yeah, I'm such a fan of Ngannou. I think that Ngannou is the more seasoned and more well-rounded version of Rosenstroke. I think he's just too fresh in the UFC. But I do think that, you know, give Rosenstroke a few heavyweight. Oh my God. Um, I think that, you know, there's going to be a changing of guards. Like, I think that you have two champs, DC and Stipe, who are really in their last few pages of their fight career. And I think these are going to be, I would put money on it and people can hold me to this, that Nganu will be champ. I think the new guard's coming. Whether that's Nganu or whether that's Curtis Blades, I'm not 100% sure. It's, it's shit fight names never become champs. Uh... 
I, I, I don't do, even know what. I do agree with you, but every oh, the predator. single predator. <laughs> such also a horrible fire name. Every single time I've thought that a changing of the guard is happening at heavyweight, it seems to streamline itself, and the young bucks get fucked up. I don't know why it happens, other than you know the obvious. It makes thing me think of like that, the pride of life. But you hold your power late into your career at heavyweight. Yeah. So experience starts to play a factor power starts to play a factor but at some point at some point one of these freak athletes has to actually come through you know and i'm excited for that time yeah heavyweight is a pride of lions and you have a bunch of young cats that will fight each other to the death but none of them are quite good enough to beat the the, season what's the head of a lion pack the, the alpha yeah <laughs> yeah like it just seems to always kind of be that little bridge too far and people thought it's that was gonna happen with ingano and stipe one i you know i think here's a little bit of a side but i think that stipe gets it done in dc stipe three yep. and i think I that ingano wins this fight and i think you get ingano stipe two and i think ingano beats him in that fight I, I, I love the optimism. I want to see the fight. I think Stipe <laughs> fucks him up again. I agree with you that I think Stipe now has DC's number. I think that D, uh, Stipe also has Francis's number. And I think I can't wait to be... For the rest I can't of wait to be proven wrong on that. Because I fucking love watching good heavyweights fight. What's up next? Here's another fight that yeah. we did not talk about. Nunes versus Felicia Spencer. Yo, um, I'm really excited for Nunes to get another gem in her belt because I don't think Felicia can win that fight. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either, but I also love Felicia Spencer. She Same. Huge fan. is like the most... She, she reminds me so much of the chick who plays hockey. Like, not even ice hockey, field hockey. Yeah. And just fucking smashes into chips. You're going to lose a tooth. Yeah, yeah. Like, she just seems like such... I mean, with all due respect, when you look at her record, she is 8-1 and one and her only loss is to Chris Cyborg. She didn't look good against Cyborg, though. What was it? Uh, it was a... She had a few moments. Una- it was a unanimous decision. Yes, She but, had a few moments. But Chris Cyborg is also one of the best female athletes of all time. But Amanda Nunes is... The best female fighter of all Yes, time. I agree with you. I Yeah, I don't think Spencer gets it done, but she... It's going to be a fun fight. You know, She's going to level up from it. Yes, I know. think that, you know... Amanda's going to out-grapple her, that's for fucking sure. And Amanda's going to out-strike her, that's for fucking sure. And I've been so impressed with Amanda Nunez's cardio over five rounds. Yeah, that's know, a that, human being who enjoys hurting human beings. You know, the, like... the transition to that... You know, over the last, uh, I guess, four years has been so fucking impressive. I love watching Amanda Nunes fight. I love watching the fact that when it's a striking battle and she knows she can outstrike you, she's going to strike with you. She's going to try and knock you the fuck out. Yeah. But when she's getting precision hit and she realizes that maybe the striking isn't working, her ability to change the game plan, to change the level, really good takedowns getting people on the ground yeah. and having an amazing ground game. Well, she has an and amazing fight IQ. On top of that, great point. Yeah, the, the fight IQ is huge. She can go the five rounds and fuck you up every round. I think that there is so much to be said about the mental game of or the mental preparation when it comes to fights, just period. Like, yeah. so much of it is mental. And I think when you know that you are... A dominant female. Yo, just give me Shevchenko and Nunes. <laughs> All right, that's what I want to see. Yes, it's what everyone. But in the to meantime, see. very very happy um, for for you know it's like baby mamas to get a little bit more cash. Uh, I think it's great that Felicia is getting the title shot. I think she will level up from it. I, I think it's going to be a fun fight. But I don't see anyone but Shevchenko presenting a challenge to Amanda Nunes at the moment. Fair. Yeah, I still give Nunes the over Shevchenko. I think. I don't know. I don't know either. That head kick was one of the scariest fucking things I've ever seen. She killed Jessica Wright. She fucking murdered her. Um, Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. Oh, I like that. What do you think that Dominic Cruz is going to pull before this fight? Like, I'll give it like a fucking... There's going to be memes. In a hip tear of some type. I'm going to, I'm going to start following Dominic Cruz just to see what memes he starts dropping. Because he's a smart man. Oh, yeah, so Hudo's really laid off of the cringe content as much lately, and I think that that was a very smart idea from like a manage, uh, what is it, like a, per, per, 
outward management like sure uh, i'm trying to think of the word like building his career like i think it was dumb kind of what he was doing it's like it was funny when it was funny yeah. but i think a lot of people were just like nobody's ever gonna take the small dude seriously if this is our <laughs> champ olympic gold medalist champ champ you gotta it doesn't matter what he does you know, actions speak so much louder than words. Yes. I, I don't I don't even pay attention to the cringe stuff. It doesn't bother me at all. What he does inside the cage, what he did in on the wrestling mats, that's what bothers me. Um, Dominic Cruz coming back is proven that he can come back from a long layoff and proven that he can come back from a long layoff, fight a championship fight and scrape a motherfucking win. I don't know what's going to happen in this fight. I haven't seen Cruz fight in so long but I'm always impressed every time I see Cruz fight. Um, Cejudo surprises me almost every single time. He's got that Olympic champion weirdness that that I can overcome myself. I can overcome the physicality, the mentality, um, and, and win. And I, I think... I, I think it's going to be a fucking fun fight. I, I, I'm going to lean on this. I'm going to say Cejudo gets it. Well, I agree. I, I think Cruz is going to make a pretty good showing for himself. I think he's going to do a lot of that weird movement and herky-jerky stuff. I, think I don't think I've ever watched him fight live. Watching Cruz fight live is an experience, and that's why I'm excited about this, because he moves in a way that is entirely unique. And I know that's been said before, but to watch it live is weird. You know, the speed which he can change direction and change feet and stuff takedowns, shoot takedowns, throw with power... Um, you know, it took Garbrandt's camp, I don't know how many fighters of fighting Dominic Cruz before they figured out how to beat him. Yeah. It took them bodies to figure out how to beat Cruz. But the problem is, once the the mold has been made and Cejudo has a, an amazing team behind him, that mold has now been broken. So I, I think that Cejudo's fight IQ, I think that his camp, I think that he's mentality and physicality i think it's gonna be a fucking fun fight though look if dominic cruz can make it to this fight i still give it to Cerudo. <laughs> <laughs> i um yeah look i i don't know i've never seen cruz fight that. but come on, i'm gonna take this back a tiny step and just say how fucking dare dominic cruz step over the top of what aljermaine sterling who else was in the fucking running peter yarn aldo was meant to be the fight well aldo got injured so fucking scrap him but peter yarn and aljermaine sterling both have way more say to this fucking fight yeah like, Jan came out and was talking shit on somebody I can't remember what, what is happening right I mean maybe Sterling's still injured cool but Peter Jan has been yeah, on a fucking tear man Red Okamoto had an interview with Suhudo and he asked him about Aldo and Suhudo proceeded to totally mishear him through the cauliflower and said Al Jermaine's been out for a while he's always out he's a joke he ain't gonna make it to the yeah, top level the same could be said about Cruz he's been out for so long he always gets injured it's like why I bet Peter Yarn's waiting in the fucking wings and if Dominic Cruz gets injured, that terrifying little Russian is going to step up and fucking put him... Did you watch him fight in Adelaide? We didn't didn't watch Peter Yarn fight Petra. Sorry, I'm saying Peter. Petra Yarn fight in Adelaide. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really surprised that they, they went over those guys to give Cruz the fight. I know Cruz is the name, but that seems... Yeah, I think I'm retarded. Odd to me. Um, especially after Petrian just beat the living shit out of Uriah Faber in such a dominant like performance. Anyway. We watched some up-and-comer fight in Adelaide and been following kind of since. I can't remember who. We watched Super Sadiq fight in Adelaide. Gross. Fights out of Lloyd Urban's camp. Gross. I went from being like, oh, cool dude, to being like, I hope that dude gets knocked out. Uh, main event, Focus uh, versus Gagey is meant to be listed, so... Sorry, say that again? Uh, main event is Ferguson versus Gaethje. So they're still trumping that out? Okay. Well, uh, can we, uh, let me pull up his Twitter. He posted apparently something pretty much saying, yeah, I'm fighting in September. Like, bye guys. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm... Fuck it. I'm excited to see Tony Ferguson um, fight Justin Gaethje. I think that's going to be super fun. However, I... I don't really want to see that fight if I can watch Khabib versus Tony. And I'm happy to wait until September because I've been waiting for fucking five years. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, to see that fight. Yeah, let's just hope neither of them catch COVID. Like, 
neither of them fucking tear a that is, yo, bulging disc out. That is like, an amazing fucking card. Yeah, I'm, I'm not finish, mad. Amazing fucking card. And I'm going to really enjoy playing fantasy UFC with you over the next fucking <laughs> six weeks until we actually watch some fights. When's it? May um, 9th? How? What's the date today? It's the 15th, so that would yeah. make it four weeks away? Pretty much four weeks away. Four, four weeks, weeks away. This Sunday. Look, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to happen. I'm... Fingers crossed, but I have been disappointed by the UFC far too many times in recent <laughs> history to get my hopes up again. So I don't, I don't know. I'd be very happy to see this card. I would pay the money to see this card. This is one of the very few pay per views in recent memory where I'm like, yes, take my money. Yeah, like, I'm no, a broke ass student. You take my money. I'm not paying a uh, main event price for. I mean, even Izzy versus Yoel. I'm just like, yeah. I ain't giving you my money for that. Like the rest of the card was actually the rest of the card on that it's card was pretty good. Dope. I was about to say you. you <laughs> yeah, I'm like what one fire was bad. Which the rest hole of the am card I digging myself amazing. into? But a lot of pay per views in recent history, you've kind of been like, is this actually worth this? Because this feels like a yeah. glorified fight night with one man. I event. think it's going to get really interesting over the next few weeks because oh, it's going to be so good when they release the yearly roster of pay per views. <sighs> oh my god. Well, I think. Not only from that perspective, but over the next few weeks, you're going to start seeing the massive division between people who want to see the world start to open back up again in a safe manner. And the other side, which is people who want it to stay locked down for an indefinite period of time. And you're going to start seeing, at the moment, you see cohesive behavior from people who are like, yeah, keep everything shut down, protect our elderly, protect our vulnerable you know, we don't need sports at the moment. We don't need uh, luxuries because there's something much bigger and greater than all of us going on. And we're really seeing that that human element come together. However, you're already seeing the cracks start to come through and you're already starting to see the, I guess, the division of yeah. opinion on all of this. Um, I'm undecided as to how I see it all. I think you could very easily hold sporting events in arenas in safe environments without crowds i think that there are ways that are coming out of testing people i think that it is every fighter's right to not fight and to come out and say hey this is too much this is too weird or any person's right to come out and say this is too much and too weird um I just want to come out and say that that was like a retweet from Brett Okamoto and he said that it's very flawed and a lot of them haven't even agreed to the fight bout yeah. or anything. So like... Look, well, like we said last week... This will be next week, but a whole different card. The way math doesn't work. And if you have expectations about a card sticking it out so that you can actually see that card, if you're an MMA fan, you're fucking nuts. Yeah. You haven't been watching for long enough because every time you get excited about a card, it falls apart. But... You still look at the next card. You still get excited. You still talk about the fighters. You still go and follow them online and see what's up and see whether or not, you know, something exciting is going to happen. Um, look, it is what it is. In the words of the great Max Blessed Holloway, you know, I, I think it's going to get a bit weird. I think it's going to get a bit interesting over the next few weeks. I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah. I'm really excited to keep talking about fights past and present i think next week if we get a cancellation thing we might even watch an old card and talk shit about that or something like that maybe even like ufc one um something old and I weird i want to watch old adcc 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 maybe breaks down some jujitsu as well because you know whatever we're going to talk about fights one way or the other um and watching some you know marcelo garcia era jujitsu could be really fun but it is what it is. Hopefully we'll have some fights to talk about soon. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Man, it's weird being a fight fan right now. Yeah, thanks for chatting to me. Yo, thanks for chatting to me. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.